Happy Sabbath, everybody. And we are welcome to this platform for today's service. And I believe that the Lord has been with us all through the week. Um, a special welcome to everybody to visit us and to our regulars. I'm going to share a quick passage with us today. And it's something that we know and we're all conversant with. It's Isaiah 40, 31. And it says, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up the wings like eagles. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. And I've chosen to share this encouragement with us today because we all know that our reality as we have it now is not what we started the year with. And it can grow on us and make us weary and tired and to be discouraged. But as we dwell in the presence of the Lord today, my encouragement to us is no matter what it is that we are going through, as long as we keep dwelling on God as our support, he would definitely see us through this phase and he will give, bring us to that place of peace that he wants us to be. So to every one of us in your homes, from my home, on behalf of the Olaudu family and on behalf of the community service department, I welcome every one of us today. And I pray that the blessings that God has apportioned for every one of us today, they will surely be ours and they'll be manifested in our lives forevermore. Amen. Good morning and happy Sabbath church. Today's scripture reading will be taken from Matthew 25 verses 33 to 40. And it reads, he will put the sheep on his right and the goat on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go visit you? The king will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. May the Lord add a rich blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his word. Amen. Our Father and our God in heaven, we thank you, we worship you, we adore you for truly you are not some God. And we thank you, Lord, for sparing our life to say this morning. We thank you, Lord, for your protection over us throughout the way. We thank you, Lord, for preserving our lives to even be alive this day, O oh Lord. <coughs> we thank you, Lord, for keeping us for the past four months. Father, we do not take it for granted. We thank you, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for it pleases you, O Lord, to spare our lives, O Lord. Father, we bless your holy name. Many people started this year with us. There are no more today. Father, we thank you, Lord, for sparing us to gather together this morning, to even worship you, to call upon your holy name, O Lord, despite what is going on around. With this global pandemic that is even going around, Lord, Father, we thank you, Lord, for keeping us safe. We thank you, Lord, for the protection of even our loved ones, wherever they are. Father, we bless your holy name. We adore you, Lord. We give you all the glory, Lord. We give you all the honor, and we give you all the adoration. And Father, we love you, Lord. We do not take this for granted. We love you, Lord. I will continue to be loving you, O oh Lord, for your protection over us in Jesus' name. 
Father, please forgive us, O Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. In any way we might have sinned against you, knowingly and unknowingly. Father, we pray, O Lord, that you forgive us in Jesus' name. In any way we might have wronged you, O Lord. Father, I pray you forgive us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, as we have come together this morning, Father, I pray, O Lord, that you will hear us from heaven above, O Lord. Father, I pray, O Lord, that you will minister unto all our needs this morning, O Lord. Father, we pray for those who are aching at this time, O Lord. Father, I pray, O Lord, that you will heal them in Jesus' name. Father, I pray, O Lord, for those that are hurting at this time, O Lord. Maybe for the loss of loved ones, O Lord. Father, I pray you comfort them in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I pray, O Lord, for those who are looking unto you for healing, O Lord. Father, I pray, O Lord, that you will heal them, O Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I pray for those who are looking for you for job or for food to eat, O Lord. Father, I pray, O Lord, that you will bless them from above in Jesus' name. Father, I pray, O Lord, that you will hearken unto our cry this day, O Lord, that all our prayer, all our supplication, will be acceptable in their sight in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Father, I pray, O oh Lord, even as today is a community service day, O oh Lord. Father, I pray, O oh Lord, that you place into our hearts, O oh Lord, to help in the little way we can do in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. That we will not be selfish, O oh Lord, to hold things on us to ourselves, O oh Lord, but that we can reach out, O oh Lord, to help, O oh Lord, even as little as we can, O oh Lord, to help those that are in need in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Father, we thank you, we worship you. Forgive us our sins, O Lord, once again I plead. Have mercy upon us, O Lord, I beseech you, O Lord. Hear us, O Lord, and let everything we're going to do today, even the afternoon program, O Lord, that you will bring us back, O Lord, and be able to praise your holy name and to thank you. We thank you, O Lord, even on behalf of our children, on behalf of everyone that has been home, O Lord. During this quarantine period, O Lord, we thank you for your protection over us so far. And Father, we bless your holy name. We adore you forever. We give you all glory, all honor, because we have prayed in the worldly name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Happy Sabbath, church. The times are very bad today because the land is fake all over the world. But the Lord has given us courage to hang in there because this too will pass. The, before I go to the sermon of today, by the way, the sermon will be very short because as uh, most of you know, I'm not uh, a trained pastor. For those who are visiting us today, I'm just a member of the church uh, leading a ministry. So if it is not uh, given in a pastoral way, please uh, pardon me. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity you are giving to us to see this day and to worship you. We put everything we are going to be doing today, all our praises and our prayers before you. We pray that you accept them, bless us, and take glory for everything that we do today. Let everybody who is on the line, who's hearing us, 
and all our friends and families who are unable to join be blessed. We ask in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. The title of this talk today is Jesus Cares. So should you. As you know from the Bible, Jesus proclaimed himself. He said, and he, well, this is, I'm just quoting the Bible, Luke 4 43. And he said unto them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, for therefore am I sent. He was telling us here his primary mission on earth. But we know also that Jesus had other missions that he carried out. If you go into uh, the Bible, Luke 4, 18, it says, it reads thus, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken hearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. So apart from preaching the kingdom of heaven, Jesus had a mission to go to the poor, to the downtrodden, to the lame, to the blind, to people with all kinds of infirmities, to help them and to minister to them not only because of their physical uh, incapability, but also to heal their soul, their, their spirit, to elevate their spirit, to give them hope. And we are Christians. They said uh, it, we were first called Christians in Antioch. And why? Because the people of Antioch saw that the people, the followers of Christ saw that they were doing things like Jesus used to do. Today, we are Christians. And what is, what is required of us? It is required of us to do exactly what Jesus was doing. His mission was to preach the kingdom of heaven. That is evangelizing. And also to help the neighbors, to take care of the downtrodden, to take care of the community. And this is the branch. We have a branch in our church, the community service ministry, that is doing exactly that. That is why today, I want to just remind us about our responsibilities. Like I said, the sermon today will be short, will not be long, uh, and it will be straight to the, to the point. So if you have to serve your community, just like Jesus was doing, as he was going from town to town, he was also caring for people 
people who were sick were coming to him. He was not necessarily going to one town or the other to look for people who were blind. They were coming to him. Large crowds were following him. And then he would see the blind, he would see the lame, and would take care of them. That is just what he was doing along the side of what was his primary mission. He did not leave anybody behind. And so when we say community, what is our community? It is your church. It is your neighborhood, where you live, where you work, around your church. Anywhere you find yourself is your community. That's the area of your work, your city, your country, even the whole world. And that is why people will take to mission work from America to Africa, from America to South America, go all over the world. It's a global thing. The service to the community is a major duty of the church. And the whole essence of coming together is not only to worship in the church, but also to tap our different talent, our talents to, for service to the community. This is a very powerful method of evangelizing. Why do we have to care about our community? There are so many reasons. I will just give a few. It is to obey the instruction of God, Matthew 25, 35 to, uh, 25 to 46, actually. And you see also in Ephesians 2, verse 10. It is also to show. Uh, so the first thing is uh, the instruction from God is himself. Secondly, to show the love to our neighbor. And you can see that in James 2, uh, verses 14 to 17. Let me read that quickly. What does it profit my brethren, though a man say he hath faith and hath not works? Can faith save him if a brother or sister be naked? and destitute of daily food. And one of you say unto him, Depart in peace, be ye one, and filled. Notwithstanding, ye give them no, may not something which are needful to the body. What does it profit? Somebody comes to you and, and says, sick, cannot, I mean, he's sick, he's so hungry, he has no clothes, and we just say go. It doesn't profit him. That's what is in James 2, verse 14 to 17. And there are so many other verses uh, in the Bible. And also, it's for a better ex life experience. It gives us peace. When you give to people, in fact, you are more blessed than that person because the kind of joy that he gives to you, you, it's hard for you to even quantify it. Anytime you go out of your way to help other people, you return home so happy. It's probably the kind of joy that is difficult for somebody to describe. Also, is to make our light shine before others. In Matthew 5, 
verse 16, it says, In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. You take care of your neighbors and the poor to make our deeds reflect our faith. So we, we are not just Christians by name or just because we go to church and carry the Bible about. It's because our faith in Jesus, if we say we have faith in Jesus, we do exactly what Jesus says uh, was doing and says we should do. Now, I will come back to the specific instructions that Jesus gave, as was read by my daughter, uh, Aramide. So what do we need in order to be able to take care of our neighbor? What do we need to be able to perform our duties? First of all, we need faith in Christ. We need the Holy Spirit to guide us. We must always pray. We need all this to strengthen us to do the right thing and the Holy Spirit will guide us and will call us to get up and do it. There is, a, there is one kind of emotion that we need inside us. It is called compassion. If you don't have compassion, it is difficult for you to be involved in uh, community service. You must be able to put yourself in the place of the other person. Jesus set the example for us. And there are so many ways, every time he was performing this miracle, I remember exactly at the pool of Bethesda. He came to this man with infirmity. He's been there for 38 years with infirmity, lying by the pool. And Jesus pitied him. When the man said, I didn't have anybody to take, to, to take me into the river. Every time I want to try, others get ahead of me. And Jesus pitied him. And he said, take your bed and go walk. Jesus had compassion every time he healed. Jesus had compassion when he was even going to teach people on the mountain, he saw a large crowd, over 5,000. And he said, what will these people eat? Do you have bread? Call Philip. And they said, Lord, we cannot have bread to feed these people. But if he, thought, he knew that he had com compassion for these people, they have to eat before I begin to talk to them. And he fed them. Jesus wept before he raised Lazarus up from the grave. That is compassion, sign of compassion. We should let this grow in us. Then we'll see the pain of our neighbor. What time is it the best? What is the best time for us to do community service? Is it when we have money. You see, when we become wealthy, when we become millionaires, all of us complain there's no money, there's no money. When will there be money for us to help others? You, I just want to remind you 
There was a place in the Bible where they said the widow gave two mites, which they say is equivalent of 50 cents American money today. And Jesus, who was watching, said the woman gave more than all the people who are taking a little out of their plenty. We have to give not only when we have, but when we are squeezing ourselves, squeezing from ourselves. We saw it also when Elijah was fed by a widow who wanted to eat the last muscle. And Elijah convinced her to share. And she believed. So you don't have to be rich before you want to help others. And there are different ways you can help others. You can give your time. You can volunteer. You can help at the food bank. There are refugee camps in the city. There are homeless shelters all over the place and they need, they need volunteers. People do missionary work. They travel distances. They go for health mission. They go for education mission. Some people go for building to build for people in the third world. Some people go to the third world to help them, to teach them agriculture. And you can even tutor children in your look in the schools near you. I have many cards from the students that I was uh, teaching, tutoring in the elementary school in Athens, Georgia, where I was working. I was going uh, at least twice a week to the school and I adopted some children that I was uh, teaching. Uh, they are from poor homes. Their parents are Spanish and they cannot speak English, but the children uh, can speak English. And I take them from when they are elementary, three or so, very young, and uh, follow some of them all the way to high school. So you students, please do that. Adults can do it too. And our church, I will make sure that we organize it so that we can register our church with a school around here. And once we register our school, then uh, members of our school will take letter from our church that they can tutor in those schools. So the days when you don't go to work, you can go to that school and see your, your student there. Uh, you can be following his or her work and be helping them in reading or anything. Many of those kids in the schools, their parents are totally illiterate. And so they can't even do their homework. So anytime they see you come to their school, they're happy. It's like another, you, you are the next, you are the other parents they know. As a church, what can we do? And before I go to that, I want to quickly talk about the, uh, our Bible reading for today. which is the uh, instruction from uh, God to us. So from Matthew 25, 31, 
to 32 reads, When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations should be gathered before him, and he will separate them one from another, as the shepherd divides his sheep from the, from the ghost. And he will set the sheep on his right hand, but the ghost on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. Do we see this around us today? Are there not hungry people around us? Are there not homeless people around us? Do we see them as Jesus? Or as people who have messed up their life? Oh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have, you should have known not to be using uh, cocaine. You should have known not to be using uh, marijuana. That's why it's here today. You should have known not to go with bad, bad friends. So we just ignore them and walk away. But you never know. You might be ignoring Jesus Christ. And he said, I was naked. You clothed me. I was sick. You visited me. I was in prison. You came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in, or naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say unto you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. So that does not need much explanation. Those people that we see around, anybody you can help around you, is Jesus. That's Jesus' creation. God has given us all the opportunity to live on this earth. It's like you go and run a marathon. Everybody gets on the line. We cannot run in the same way. Some people will run faster. Some people will fall down along the line. Some people will, will have cramps. Some people, I, 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 I took part in, in long uh, races before. And I, and I remember the last one I did in Massachusetts. I had cramps uh, about a mile before I got to the end. And uh, some people just came to me and, and, and took me up and, and treated me to move me on. So exactly this is what we have been told today. We should not ignore those people who seem to be left behind in the race. 
So going back to Matthew 4, 41 to 43, then he will also say to those on the left hand, depart from me, you cause into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not take me in. Naked and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison and you did not visit me. I don't know how many of us actually visit the prison, but it looks like something that we should be doing. Because it is also, it is in one, this is one of the instructions to us today. Then they also will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them saying, Assuredly, I say unto you, inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And this will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. So the instruction is very clear. We are to take care of our neighbor. Because when we do that, we are taking care of our Lord Jesus Christ. And like I said, the sermon today is not going to be long. Where uh, I want to go now into what we do in our church and what we should be doing. I have mentioned the things that are necessary for people to do when you want to be involved in community service individually or as a group, or as a family. You don't have to wait to be in the church before you uh, take care of your community. These are things you can do individually, as a family, and as a group. Now as a church, we have been planning, we are planning to open our uh, church food pantry. We've been working on this, we got the place, we got the rooms allocated, and we are uh, keeping the place. And uh, it's like I'm giving you a report of what we are doing. We have uh, received instruction from the food pantry that we cannot apply, we cannot be on the partnership with the food pantry this year because they are overloaded. And they said they will be able to put our church, Naka Church, in the group by September. Now, the th one of the things we are doing now, uh, also we, we, we try to feed the homeless. Last year, we went to downtown to feed the homeless. And we wanted to be doing it repeatedly. This year, we were trying to make plans to get the date when this uh, COVID uh, pandemic started. And so we had to halt everything. Our church also wants to be responding to natural disaster. We cannot uh, 
be hiding or just think that it's not our responsibility when we hear there is flood somewhere and some people have problem. There is hurricane somewhere and people lost their homes and, and everything they have. We can send our widow's mites there. And I think every time we hear this kind of news, we contribute a little money in the church. So let us make sure we do this repeatedly and be sending the, the, uh, our widow's mites to these places. Uh, I mentioned in church once in Alabama, and I had a neighbor, uh, a friend that I know, it's always like going to every place that they have a tornado. You load the truck, put around to the place to go to the water. He was doing it us every time. So if you don't do it, much uh, people can do it in the uh, we can attend to genuine needs of our members of uh, the church family. Uh, things that we can cater for, not beyond the means of the church. We have to know when our neighbor, any member of the church is doing well or not doing well. So once we know this, we should rally around any member of the church that has problem. We cannot ignore any family. We have to Render help. The Bible says we should help the widows in our midst. This is very important. We cannot ignore widows in our midst. Uh, and I'm, we have talked about this also in our community service. And uh, we will make sure that this gets into the attention of everybody that needs to help. We should organize to go to church, to the prison, to pray. There are churches that go to prison, they select the time they will go there. You have to apply and get permission. Just go there and pray for them and leave. Now, like I mentioned before, we can register with, some, with the county that we want to have tutoring children in school. So people who, who are free, they, they don't go to work, they go to school, they will allocate some children to them maybe one child to you, and you can decide to be teaching them how to read. Or if you want to teach them mathematics, or you want to teach them technology or whatever. And uh, this can be worked out. We will be working on this in our community service. We, will, we have been cleaning our neighborhood. We have times we come out and clean the roadside in the area of our church. This will continue. Also, we want to make sure that the community service partners with every member of the church in evangelizing in the neighborhood uh, to distribute pamphlets and to talk to our people around here to let them know we are here for them. Now, presently we have the pandemic of the COVID-19 and community service is responding to that we want to be relevant during this period. And so we met, we decided that we are going to be praying. We are going to get our church to be praying for those people who need prayers. and want to, be give, to give food to people who are in need of food. Right now, if you drive, drive in front of that church, 
you will see a sign is there that the community service uh, ministry has put there asking people to call for prayers and food. And I want to thank, thank all members of the community service for the efforts they have put into this. Uh, they did a very good work. Uh, also, the second thing that we planned is to send some relief funds to Nigeria. We have not mentioned that in the church because we wanted the first part of our activity to take off first. Uh, the relief fund is to plead with the church and to raise money so, so that we can raise some money, which we will send to the church, to people that we know are responsible, uh, who will use the money uh, uh, for the people who are needed, both in the eastern and the western part of uh, Nigeria. So. Well, the idea is to raise, uh, I'm not going to give a figure now, but, uh, and what I'll be saying now is not final. If we, let's say we raise like a, a rough figure, like let's say 10,000, we send the five of it, half of it to Eastern Nigeria, and half of it to Western Nigeria. This can be modified. And to a specific uh, somebody, who we know, who will use it exactly the way we want it to be used uh, for this uh, COVID-19 uh, pandemic. Uh, those, those are the two areas we want to be focusing on right now. When the COVID pandemic is over, we go back to our regular work of uh, trying to make the pantry function and then uh, going and all the other things that I have mentioned uh, earlier. Uh, we have an after service program today where we are going to discuss into details many of these things. And I don't want to belabor all this at this time. So the major message, or let me say assignment, of our Lord Jesus Christ to us is that we should take care of our neighbor. It is not just enough to call ourselves Christians and not take care of our neighbor. And therefore, in conclusion, this call comes to us all to stand up today and stretch our services to our neighbors in whatever way the Lord has led us service to the poor and to the community in various, in various ways is very important. It's a very important duty of the church. Our, our Lord Jesus Christ that we pray to every time showed us the example. And he was actually ordained. He said that was ordained by the Holy Spirit to do this. And as the followers of Christ, this should be something we cannot be relegating to a side in the church. It should be one of our core duties. And I mentioned earlier too, that it is a very good way of evangelizing. I don't want to praise any church, but I want to mention that if we look at what Catholics are doing, 
refugees, uh, they are there. You know, they are always going looking for the poor people around, put them in their refugee houses. You know, and anytime there's a disaster somewhere, if you hear that a church is there, the Catholic alumnus is forced to be there. So we can take a cue from that. I'm not saying we should follow Catholic way, but we can we can use what is good in some people. I thank you for your attention, and I thank the Lord Jesus Christ because I believe that He has spoken through me, and that this will sink in our heart, and that the Holy Spirit will guide us on how to proceed. In Jesus Christ, I have prayed. Amen. Give of your best to the master. Give of the strength of your youth. Show your soul's fresh glowing into the battle for truth. Jesus has set the example. Dauntless was the young and brave. Give him your loyal devotion. Give him the best that you have. Give off your best to the master. Give of the strength of your youth. Cloud in salvation's full armor. Join in the battle for truth. Give off your best to the master. Give him first place in your heart. Even first place in your service, consecrate every part. Given to you shall be given. God is beloved, son gave. Gratefully seeking to serve him. Give him the best that you have. Give off your best to the master. Give off the strength of your youth. Cloud in salvation's full Join in the battle for truth. Give off your best to the master. Not else is worthy his love. He gave himself for your ransom. Have a peace, glory above. Lay down his life without mom. You from sin's ruin to save. Give him your heart's adoration. Give him the best that you have. Give of the best to the master. Give of the strength of your youth. Glad in salvation's full of 
的把自佛去。Our kind and loving Father, we thank you because of the opportunity that you have given to us to be in your presence today. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege of serving you, of praising you, and of praying to you. Thank you, Lord, for the message of today. I thank you for every member of the church. I thank you for every member, every person that is on the line today, and for all our members, family members that are not able to be on the line. Heavenly Father, we pray that everything we have learned today, we will use it with wisdom. Show us, O oh Lord, to be able to be helpful to our neighbors. The love that you have for us, Heavenly Father, let us be able to spread the love to other people. Heavenly Father, we pray for our children. We pray for our neighbors. We pray for even those people who don't like us. We pray for our friends. We pray, O oh Lord, for all those people who are sick in the hospital today because of this pandemic or for because of other, other reasons, or those who are sick at home and cannot even go to the hospital. We pray, O oh Lord, that we touch them with your hand, healing hands. We pray that you comfort all those who have lost loved ones, that you will help them to reset their life and that they will not mourn like unbelievers. Heavenly Father, we pray for those who have lost their job, that you will restore their job for them. We pray for those who are looking for work, that you will speedily grant them job. We pray for those who are looking for a better job that they are doing now, that you will be with them. We pray that all our children will follow the footsteps of our Lord Jesus Christ, that not only will they excel, those, those of them that are in school, excel in the, what they are doing, they will also be the role models in the school. They will be the best in the school, in their character and their academics. Heavenly Father, we pray for everybody that is doing business, that their business will flourish and grow. Heavenly Father, we pray that the evil one will not come into their business, will not disrupt their program. We pray that no member of our, our church will contact this COVID-19 illness. Heavenly Father, we pray that every prayer that is in the heart of each and everyone that is listening today, you will attend to it. We pray, Heavenly Father, that as we go into our different homes and begin to call upon you day and night throughout this week, that you will listen to us and you attend to our prayers according to your will. Heavenly Father, we still have other programs after church today, we pray that you'll be with us there, lead us through it, teach us, because we are in a teaching curve, the teaching, the learning process in, in, in our church. We want to know how to do things that will glorify your name, that will help us to know how to evangelize, that will help us even to grow the church, that will help us to bring people, your people, into the fold that they may not miss heaven. Heavenly Father, continue to cleanse our heart too. Forgive us our sins, all our transgressions, all our iniquities, all our failures. We pray, O oh Lord, that you forgive us. 
and show us the way to move forward without looking backwards into all the mistakes of the past. Heavenly Father, this is our prayer today because we prayed in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Amen.